Alright, son, it's your Uncle Paul here. Your dad's gone down the infirmary owing to a Ginster's pork pie and half a pound of sick. Unlucky! Never you mind, though. I've got a quick thing to tide you over. Don't get used to it, mind! I'll be back next week with a regular episode. You like those, don't you? You just enjoy this one for now, while you can. Hello and welcome to The One Quick Thing, the podcast that always checks the will before it bumps off the elderly relative. No. Show some pride in your work, would you? Do the whole, do your background. I'm Paul Background. Every, <laughs> I always rise and shine. <laughs> and we are now fully halfway through the Gorehouse grates. What? Yep, which means we're just three short years away from the, from starting my <laughs> Andy Sidaris box set that I've got. Unless <sighs> one of us takes more holidays. Well, I'm not doing that. I'm working on that. <laughs> Hard ticket to Hawaii, here we come. One way or the other. But today we shall be sleezing our way through 1971's Blood Mania. Terror that rips the screams right out of your throat. <laughs> Suspense that traps you in a web of shadows and fear. A treacherous journey inside a nightmare of passion and death. A love affair with horror. Blood Mania, a terrifying film experience that explores the twisted souls of insanity. When there is no reality, there is no such word as evil. A bargain of the flesh made by an ambitious doctor who sought to escape his own past. Two sisters, blood sisters, One the victim of a love that was a lie, the other tormented by demons of jealousy and hate. Blood Mania, a suspense shocker in the psycho tradition, an electrifying tale of intrigue, madness, and death. Come prepared for the shocking climax. The last 15 minutes will jolt you right out of your seat. Yes, indeed. (laughs) Uh, Directed by Robert Vincent O'Neill, just after he served as prop master on Easy Rider. Hmm. Film known for its great props. Did you do the bikes? No. Oh. So. Did the slick jackets. Alcohol and sunglasses then. Oh, actually, the sunglasses were costume department. I've got a shotgun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was depressing. <laughs> <laughs> and he's back with this. He'd come, he'd come back. You'd liked his work there. Now you get to see the whole film of it. Fantastic. The whole film made out of alcohol and sunglasses. Oh dear. Uh, bad reviews from critics. Scott Weinberg at efilmcritic.com. That's efficient, that name. Tells you exactly what you're getting. Yeah. Says, um, stunningly drab, particularly considering the word mania is in the title. I mean, yeah, but I mean to be fair, this is probably the goriest gorehouse great we've had. So. True. Although maybe after Melty Hit, Melty Hit, Melty Melty Hitler. As that film's called. Yeah. He goes Melty, Melty Hitler, Yeasty Cleasty. <laughs> and then this in, yeah. in the list of difficult experiences in my life. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is up there. The public, oh, who cares? Uh, no Threeman, you might be surprised to hear. Although um, Avil Blanton, who plays the blackmailer, was also in The Swarm as Sergeant. And um, the guy reading the will was uh, went on to play Mo Green in The Godfather. He's the guy who got shot through the glasses on the massage table. Ah. Yeah. And Andy looks like Chevy Chase. It looks like Chevy Chase getting shot through the glasses. Also, Vicky Peters, who plays Gail, says that the film, the house that they filmed in was Bella Lugosi's house. So that might become a two minute at some point if we ever review Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. Just give it a go. (laughs) We'll get there. We'll get around to it. Never say never to Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. That's my (laughs) motto. It's what my grand taught me. Look, we can't keep... You know, there's only so many Neil Breen films out there, so eventually... All right. So, Paul, you floozy. 
Ah. Uh, what's one thing about Blood Mania that made you want to spend a day at the fair? I mean, should we just start with the very beginning? <laughs> yes. Because that's, that's <laughs> going to be it. That's the best part. <laughs> yeah. The first 30 seconds. <laughs> What an opening. I, I mean, it's it's a dark reimagining of a lullaby theme. <laughs> You've got Porter's Head <laughs> doing their unofficial soundtrack to Suspiria. <laughs> and just some very interesting things going on visually. Yeah, it's a hell of a dream, thing. Dream sequence, dancing and scowling and <laughs> screaming. Mu- musical instruments replacing the screams of people and <laughs> people fading and then things throbbing and pulsing. <laughs> It tells the story of the whole film, and if it doesn't, we're gonna do that. So oh, here we go. I think it, credits to bam, eyes open. <laughs> very, very interesting shot. Yeah, we've got an old man in bed. He's dying, I oh. think. He's got his daughter around, and his daughter's got a maid who does most of the actual work. Um, the daughter is in a tough place. She just cannot get anyone to sleep with her. If only she <laughs> weren't so physically repulsive. She tries it on with the pool with the pool boy, but that doesn't work. Then she tries it on with yeah. um, Sexy Mr. Doctor. But Sexy Mr. Doctor, he's got his own bit of tail back in mm. the bathtub of his. Yeah, waiting for him. Yeah, he's waiting in that bathtub, getting all pruney. Oh, dear. Don't you dare get pruney, he says. <laughs> you keep that skin taut. She just. I didn't create you to fall <laughs> apart like science intended. He's saying he, he Frankensteined her. He might have done, might with have his done. sex. <laughs> uh. He went out to a cemetery with his penis. He came back with. <laughs> he came back with her. Don't ask it does, seem, does seem pretty powerful at this stage. Um, <laughs> so there's there's been a, a lot of norks and there's been a lot of white butts. Yeah, men and women alike. True, we've already seen a lot of butts, a lot of norks. Yeah, we're four um, minutes in. Yeah, it's 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 great. There's um we've we've heard the soundtracks for about seventeen different pornos <laughs> and the setups for about eighty. And Sorry, um, I've written the phrase. And, there's some right good sex music. <laughs> Because the doctor's visiting um, John Noble, who's in Jenny <laughs> who's in bed, and um, who's the father of who, um, Desperate Lady. Yeah, um, who is also the father is also very very horrible to Desperate Lady. Um, <laughs> yeah. You've been after Craig Cooper for years, and he won't give you a tumble. <laughs> One of the few pleasures I have left in life is watching you trying to sink your hooks into him. Like a Genghis Khan would to his to his yeah. portrait. <laughs> In a John Wayne film. Um, but anyway, the Doctor goes back. Doctor Craig goes back to make out with his... with his. Yes. And the doorbell goes. And he goes yeah. to answer it. And the soundtrack makes it sound like the Doctor opened the door and just went... Oh. <laughs> well, hello, buddy. Well. Is that good? <laughs> it turns out to be the blackmailer. And yeah, um, no. yeah, he's got some lines. You're crazy. No, I am not crazy. Thank you. You're crazy. I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> oh God. He's there to blackmail, as he does. He's here with, up to his old blackmaily tricks to blackmail the doctor into because the doctor used to do abortions and that could get him yeah. struck off. So yeah. he's like, "Give me a bunch of money." Well, I don't have any money. Oh, get some. <laughs> Fine. 
if, if that scene was a little bit boring, don't worry about it because it did intercut every five seconds or so to the shot of um, Dr. Craig's girlfriend undressing. Yes. Who is and it? And listening in to the conversation. Who is it that the doctor has some noisy progressive sex with? Is it the wife? Not the wife, the daughter? Um, no, it's it's Gail, right? At the end. Oh, God, I don't know who Gail is, Paul. And the blonde, the blonde woman. No, that's is much. That that's, yeah, that is girl. That's much later. Yeah. No, he has so, some noisy, progressive sex. I think with the daughter because they come to an arrangement, wherein the daughter's yeah. going to bump off her dad to get the inheritance, so that the doctor can pay off his blackmailer. Well, it's it's an it's an arrangement that is that only the woman. Um, agrees oh yes, on to that's true. With. Yeah. And then and then when when the doctor realizes very very slowly um, after the after the woman says, oh, "I killed him." He kind yeah. of he stares at her for about seventeen minutes and eventually goes, <laughs> "You killed her." Yeah. And um, so, yeah. she goes, "Yes, for the money." And he goes, "Hmm." <laughs> think of oh, that. Oh yes. Actually, That's it's quite good. good. Yeah. Can I see your breast? It's been a while. <laughs> my my girlfriend was undressing in the other room when I was having a conversation about abortion. <laughs> good is it? That's rubbish. Being I was in so there wondering off. about her breasts. Yeah. Yes, that's right. He has noisy progressive sex with the daughter. <laughs> And then the blackmailer has some rowdy David Gilmore-style sex with the red-headed woman. Because Fucking she... hell, that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she thinks that um, it's gonna, like, help clear the debt. And then it, yeah. in a right cheeky move, he has sex with her anyway, but then doesn't clear the debt. Unbelievable. I can't believe it. You can, if, it if you can't trust your blackmailers, then... I don't know. And it's and it's another it's another one of those sex scenes of ah she'll come round to it in the end. <laughs> that's it's that's what consensual John Wayne means. style sex yeah. scene. And it's and it's like no no this is fine. Have you not heard the soundtrack? What are you doing? So so that she does kill yeah. her dad. Um and then mentions the next day at least he died with dignity. Bolt upright. <laughs> Grinning like a fucking maniac. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she poisons him, I think. So dad's dead. The other daughter yeah. shows up. Oh, I can't see any complications here. The other angelic, yeah. brilliant, didn't poison her dad daughter shows up. And in a horrible twist of fate, it turns out, mm. fucking dad left everything to her, to old angel face. Yeah. And um, yeah. left a prison sentence to her other, um, his other daughter, saying you yeah. can have as much as you want as so long as you live in this house, and all your spending is gonna have to be agreed by your good daughter. Um, yeah. So it was a really good fuck you to her, really. It's very yeah. thorough. In as much as every time I came up with a way she could get out of it, the will would explain how that's not gonna work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in perpetuity. <laughs> and then just as just as Gail, the the other daughter's thinking. I should probably split it with her. Um, she's inter- Her thoughts are interrupted by the other daughter going, You bitch! It's your fault! Why did you have to come back? I hate you! I hate you! I'm gonna murder you! Just like I did our dad! <laughs> what was that? So, oh, I may Nothing. need to rethink this. <laughs> So the daughter's got like a weird lesbian nanny with her. It's very Duke of Burgundy. Yeah. So, yeah, she's just sort of hanging around. And the, the weird lesbian aunt sort of warns off the doctor. Look, 
Don't flirt with your with the other daughter just because she's the one who's rich now. I won't. Jesus. Yeah. God. Um, <laughs> daughter, do you want to go off on, on her own for a, a long time? Yeah, sounds great. <laughs> N- uh, maid, do you want to join us? Nah. <laughs> Wait, what? Sounds lame. Oh. That was easy. <laughs> oh, great. That was really, really easy. <laughs> he says, taking off his pants as he walks out <laughs> the door. And the, ma- the maid hums quietly to herself. <laughs> Oh, well, said the maid. Easy come, easy go. <laughs> Never mind everything I just said. Yeah. Um, and then they, they start, they have a walk along the beach. Yes. Um, now now she's pregnant, probably. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the production value, they go to a fair <laughs> and have a go at knocking each other off of tyres with big bags of hay. <laughs> the ancient medieval art of that. <laughs> of that, what well, that is. Of pillow fighting. Um, the other daughter's busy painting uh, a picture of... <laughs> Dr. Craig holding a, a skeleton. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's that's great. And, yeah, it turns out that Craig and Gail, I really think her name's Gail, yeah. um, they're in they're in love, and he doesn't yes. even want the money off of her. Oh, isn't that lovely? Yeah, he, yeah. he makes out with her, the third woman he's made out with in the film. Is it worth mentioning that that actor had a story credit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, was he the writer? He was the writer. Well, he had a story credit. He didn't write the whole thing. He was just like, look, I want to make out with some birds. That's the story credit. <laughs> the maid is there, the lackadaisical maid, who's now received a pittance from her dead boss. And yeah. um, she says something like, May we be alone? Oh, sure, Gail. Wish a man would ask me that. Want to leave. <laughs> well, I wish fulfilled, lad. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. She leaves the film. Not before, not before saying, Miss Innocence, didn't you know? I'm listed in the yellow pages under sex. <laughs> that's well, a... that's great. <laughs> Off you go. <laughs> Off you go to your group of friends. I bet they, <laughs> I bet they find that really funny. Um... They thought that was fantastic. <laughs> and then, yeah, I guess the, the the sister kills the other one, Gail. Yeah. The... Well, Gail offers it to the sister, the money, and she's like, oh, I don't want it. And as soon as she turns around, she just beats her to death with a candlestick. <laughs> oh, actually. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she kills her. I did want it, really. <laughs> the doc's like, hmm, better bury her in the garden, I guess. So that she can just be disappeared for a while rather than murdered. In which case, yeah, that'll, that'll help us get hold of that money. But oh no, the blackmailer saw the whole thing. Ugh. Oh, what? I guess it's going to have to be a whole new dimension to this. Oh, it's finished. All right, good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Cliffhanger. That works too. Cliffhanger. Check out Blood Manias. <laughs> Bled Manias. With a Z. <laughs> oh, God. So, Paul, would you make a Blood Mania? Pretty ridiculous. <laughs> kind, of, kind of funny. It um, was, yeah. It was over the top. Pretty sexy at times. Oh, it was saucy. A lot of boobs. And it's all on YouTube. Yeah. I guess it doesn't count it's if it's old, low resolution 70s boobs. Maybe, but 70s is one of the sexiest times, mate. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> There was just a there was just a lot and it was such a it was such a like normal part of that film yeah that it was actually sexier for it because there was too much <laughs> of it to draw attention to it was just like it was just the baseline it's like god this is a bit much honestly <laughs> wait hang on was there a story here uh, never mind yeah it was every every scene started off in a kind of aha I'm a plumber and I'm here to fix your pipes good. <laughs> I've been looking for a man in my life with my massive tool. Yeah, every every scene was could possibly be a porno, and um, <laughs> everything was ridiculous. Yeah, it was, again. and it was a lot of fun. Very big performances, a lot of cheesy lines, and a very sleazy kind of soap opery storyline. Yeah, and just a sort of it's... general veneer of seventies sleaze that I appreciated. Yeah. Some very interesting editing. 
and uh, camera work. Yeah, Yeah. it had a great sort of... Compared to, you know, the largely locked down television setups of uh, The Devil's Hand, this one was very dynamic in its camera movement. So, yeah, nice to get something Uh, a bit more psychedelic. Yeah, the the, the soundtrack and the camera was really doing a lot of heavy lifting there. There There's some really surreal moments just peppered throughout, and it wasn't afraid just to go and be weird for five solid minutes. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, I've got to say, these two films that we've reviewed in these past two weeks, not one after the other, straight after our other episode... been my favorite two gorehouse greats oh i, I would say i was gonna ask you that about what your favorite these... gorehouse has been yeah i'd say these two gorehouse greats are really great gorehouse greats <laughs> certainly gory certainly house yeah incredibly great fucking houses for days mate May- actually as well maybe that's why they're my favorite yeah um, i think it's because i've just enjoyed them but actually it just fits the bill of a gorehouse <laughs> great. they do kind of you know they're kind of screwy but i've got to say yeah. Our hit rate with the Gorehouse greats has been pretty high. Like, if you review them, last year we had Nightmare and Wax with crazy fucking Cameron Mitchell wandering around. Mm. Submerging people in wax with incompetent cops close hot on the trail. And what was the other one? Blood of Dracula's Castle? A sort of genuinely yeah. fun film featuring crazy murderers and elderly vampires and sun sacrifices yeah. at dawn. And I've, I'll always have a soft spot for brain twisters, but I, I accept that... Professor Rockman is not for everyone. I mean, but and then what was the other one? The Melting Hitler movie, Melty Melty Hitler movie. Yeah, God, so, I didn't even know. Yeah, so I mean, it get they've gotten is less. That the Mad Men of Mandoras. Yeah, that's the one. They've gotten less boring. Even Melty yes, Melty exactly. Hitler was quite dull in places, and they've got the dullness has lessened as we've gone. Possibly because we can't. We specifically chose the shortest films this. Uh, Maybe yeah. This this time, but yeah, it's it's been pretty entertaining i would say so for, yeah. a, for a box set that cost me 99p what value mate <laughs> yeah no i felt really good about these just i don't think these are in any way as bad as neil breen sure um technically but um, was entertaining it has to be said but yeah that they are in enlightening in the same way that watching a neil breen movie is because <laughs> you're watching something i feel like i was watching something pretty original with both they just did their they did their thing in very effective yeah ways when watching a neil breen movie i get the impression i'm watching something a god made a very strange yeah. lonely god a god who doesn't know he's a god <laughs> yet <gasps> but writes stories about being a god <laughs> <laughs> correctly he in he accidentally guessed his lineage correctly <laughs> all right let's quick fire <laughs> oh yeah there's a moment where she's in the bath the red-headed la- lady and he's like i'll be there in five minutes I've got something for you. I'll be there in four minutes. Yeah. That's quite cool. That's good. I like that. <laughs> I like the exchange when Doctor's in bed with the daughter. I need 50,000. Dollars? Piglets. <laughs> what the fuck do you think, love? 50,000. Dollars? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Hoping it was dreams. <laughs> got got twenty thousand of them. <laughs> Still not enough love. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, oh damn. That's oh. sad. That's oh. Sad fantasy. <laughs> okay, the dialogue. You are a bitch. Come here, bitch. Is <laughs> brilliant. Superb. Is <laughs> that just shows the unique. difference ten years can make between nineteen sixty one and nineteen seventy, whatever this was. Very similar 
concepts there. Very similar angles. <laughs> very well, different delivery. These were released exactly 10 years apart. I mean, I think, what do you call it? The Devil's Hand was made in 1959 and then couldn't, no one could do anything with it for like two years. But, And you can tell. It's a 50s movie, really. But um, yeah. yeah, there's a good decade separating these two. What a decade! My only, <laughs> what a fucking decade! <laughs> my only, my only problem is there are too many dames here. Give me witchy witchy woo, <laughs> and then just women. Oh, love them. <laughs> Bitches, all of them. Seventies. <laughs> if you want any evidence, that, <laughs> yeah. If you want any evidence as to what the progress, how progressive the sixties were, just watch these two back to back, and you'll see what the fuck <laughs> happened to the world in that ten year. <laughs> Very, very empowering stuff. <laughs> I like the conversation between Dr. Craig and the daughter about amyl nitrate. So the daughter is <laughs> the daughter um, sniffs poppers, mm. and the doctor talks about the effects of it, like a doctor would. Mm. And it's like, oh, you wrote some character there. Yeah, a bit of research. Behold! <laughs> I like the will reading scene. I found it very dramatic, and it was very claustrophobic, like this net closing in around yeah. um, the character there of the daughter of just you can't sell the yeah. house, and if you try and get away with anything, I'll have someone beat you up. And it was just very traumatic to see her yeah. her dreams literally crumble around her. That was difficult because they hadn't really, maybe you know she was a bit um, unstable, but she yeah. in the course of the film. She hadn't yet done anything. Although no, actually, she was she was giving her dad amyl nitrate because yeah. the doctor said he shouldn't be having stimulants. I mean, she did kill her dad but, specifically. Well, no, but, but no, but before that. Oh right. Like when so when he was writing the will, mm. he, she just seemed to be helping him out, and he was just being un- like irredeemably awful to her. Yeah. But she was also yeah making him sniff amyl nitrates <laughs> throughout the night because the doctor did mention that he was. Mm. He, he he his heart was going crazy, so he's obviously on constant stimulants. Yeah. <laughs> so she was actually getting to him. Good stuff. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, the the music at the end when um mm. Doctor Larry the blackmailer turns up is amazing. <laughs> oh fuck me, it just. <laughs> yeah, just. <laughs> I don't know what that ha- that electronic organ thing is. There is a, a name for it. Where I think it's like a stylus-driven thing. Where it's just like... And it's... Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that is, actually. No, James, that... James Acaster uses that in uh, in his Netflix show. <laughs> Fuck, there's a name for it. It's, it's the guy who invented it. It's like, okay, my last one was a genuine scare moment. The bit where mm-hmm. I think they're hugging and they just look and the body's just there now. I think it's just a hallucination for a minute, but they just see yeah. the body again. That spooked me the fuck out. Yeah, man. That was that was creepy as fuck. Yeah. I enjoyed and did not enjoy that. <laughs> okay, do you have any others? Nah. Paul, where can people find out about the one good thing? Oh, to which this is quick. Oh, I'll be quick then. Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, OGTPod, Gmail, OGTPod at gmail.com. Uh, send us an email, tweet, get in touch when we put out calls for the OG team. You can find us on all good podcatchers, uh, including this one you're listening to right now. Don't let that get to you and affect your performance in listening. I'm not going to judge you. Not to your face. <laughs> Listen good. Um, finally, yeah. Well, that's right. Could be better. Not as good as Ian. Sweet oh, Ian. God, he heard every but, word. He could play it back but, to you like a like a stereotype. Stereotype. pushed him too far, though. Yeah. <laughs> I find that to be an offensive stereotype. Thing is, though, Ian pushed people as hard as, as we pushed Ian. And if you push people that hard and you can't be pushed yourself that hard, do you know what that means? You're standing on, you're standing on a, 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 the cliff of life. 
You can't push people off the cliff of life and expect not to be pushed off the cliff of life in return. Yeah, if you push everyone away, sooner or later, you yeah. find out. Yeah. It's on your own. And, you know, he also, he was one of the, he actually, along with Zach Goldsmith's dad, he made all of his money in Europe and then founded the Brexit party. Ah, uh, uh, classic. So, yeah. <laughs> classic story. Boy meets girl. Classic Ian. Girl travels to Europe. Everyone gets oh. fucked. Pulls up the ladder, burns the bridge. <laughs> Shits on the doorstep. Um, yeah, and... We are, very, very quickly, we're members of the Super Quick A Lot of Green Network. Nice. Full of fantastic quick and non-quick Australian podcasts. You just need to go to a lot of greencomow for all of that. Most of them aren't as quick as this. No. But they try. They try their best. Okay, I'm Paul Salt. I'm Paul Goodman. And remember, the one quick thing about both of these movies has been that it really shows that not every Amazon box set of a hundred genre movies is necessarily all bad. Or profound. Or made. Mm-hmm. <laughs>